Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The ultra-efficient farm of the future is in the sky. Take a tour of a rooftop laboratory where scientists show how growing crops under solar panels can produce both food and clean energy. By Matt Simon. Five stories off the ground at Colorado State University, a highly unlikely garden grows under a long row of rooftop solar panels. It's late October at 9 a.m. when the temperature is 30 degrees Fahrenheit and the wind is cutting. Not long before my arrival, researchers had pulled the last frost-intolerant crops out of the substrate beneath the panels, a total of 600 pounds for the season. In their place, cool-season crops like leafy greens, arugula, lettuce, kale, Swiss chard, still grow, shaded from the intense sunlight up here. This is no ordinary green roof, but a sprawling sensor-laden outdoor laboratory overseen by horticulturalist Jennifer Bousselet. The idea behind rooftop agrovoltaics is to emulate a forest on top of a building. Just as the shade of towering trees protects the undergrowth from sun stress, so too can solar panels encourage the growth of plants, the overall goal being to grow more food for ballooning urban populations, all while saving water, generating clean energy, and making buildings more energy efficient. And dramatically so. Early data is showing that rooftop agrivoltaics use a third as much water as full-sun rooftop agriculture does. Because the crops are shaded, less water evaporates away. Sensors under the panels here measure air temperature as well as the temperature and moisture content of the soil. Even when water does evaporate, it's actually a significant benefit for the solar panels overhead, which get less efficient the hotter they get. Basically, the plants and soil are sweating water vapor into the panels, cooling them and keeping them from overheating. Such a rooftop system can get even more efficient if it's deliberately capturing rainwater, for instance in tanks to be drained outside of the rainy season. Without the sun beating down directly on a bare roof, green roofs also boost a building's energy efficiency by about 10%. That is, you don't need to run air conditioning as much to properly cool the place during a heat wave, though the benefit really only applies to the top floor if it's a multi-story building. That's an especially welcome benefit given the urban heat island effect in which city temperatures can soar far above surrounding rural areas, which have lots of greenery to sweat and cool the area. With rooftop agrivoltaics, you're essentially bringing the country into the city, a strategy known as urbanization. The more green spaces we can get into metropolises, the more we can bring down climbing temperatures. Even though crops are exposed to more wind and high temperatures up on a roof, these early experiments are showing they can truly thrive thanks in part to the shade of the panels. We found out last year, which was our first growing season, that chili peppers do really well on roofs, says Bousselet. 
They have kind of a weak root system and they don't like high nutrient conditions, but they thrive in heat. These scientists are also experimenting with growing plants not under solar panels. Grasses, for instance, provide flowers that attract pollinators, which go on to pollinate the crops, providing more food. A diversity of plant species provides a diversity of flower colors, which attract different kinds of pollinators like bees and hummingbirds. Moths tend to gravitate toward white flowers, since they're easiest to see at night, and end up being way more prolific pollinators than you realize. So the objective with rooftop agrivoltaics isn't just to generate electricity and feed urban populations, but to bolster native ecosystems, only many feet up in the sky. At the end of our tour, on our walk back to the stairs, we find a huge hawk perched on the edge of the roof. That critter is just absolutely majestic, Boussole whispers. We're right along the South Platte River, which is the river that goes through Denver. Sort of the loveliest thing about our location is we can actually test to see if green roofs can be ecological islands in an urban space. Put another way, instead of being big dead spaces, verdant roofs can act as corridors, helping species like raptors and pollinating insects move around the city. Rooftop agrivoltaics, then, might bolster food systems, energy systems, and ecosystems all at once. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at Wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.